This is Aviv with a new key, and this one is called The Other Side of Unintended Consequences. I've known Raphael for many years. He is a brilliant ER doctor. He's smart, he's witty, and he's very good at saving people's lives. If you're alive when you arrive at the ER, there is a 90-plus percent chance that you will survive. That's what he always says. Raphael pointed out to me the other side of the law of unintended consequences, or what he called positive unintended consequences. This key will help you look with new eyes at setbacks. It will equip you with new lens to discover the development potential hidden inside challenges. Let me begin this with an obvious example. Steve Jobs' famous story of taking up a calligraphy class when he dropped out of college, which consequently led to the development of fonts in the early days of the computing revolution, is a great example for the other side of unintended consequences. But typically, the law of unintended consequences is mentioned in relation to all the unintended bad things that happened as a result of an action taken. Here is a case in point. The prohibition movement successfully outlawed the consumption of alcohol, and that led to a series of unintended consequences, including the dramatic upsurge of crime and the rise of El Capone. A more recent example is banishing smoking from public spaces, which forced smokers to congregate outside public buildings. The unintended consequence being that to make your way to the entrance of many public buildings, you now have to make your way through clouds of smoke. So what's the other side of unintended consequences? Here is how Raphael puts it. The Vietnam War was terrible. We lost many lives. But very few people know that many thousands of people are saved each and every year because of what we've learned in Vietnam. Emergency medicine was transformed as a result of the harsh learning laboratory of Vietnam. It was transformed again specifically in the handling of mass casualty events as a result of new methods developed in Israel during a series of bus explosions. Thousands of people alive today, explains Raphael, owe their lives to what we've learned through these painful and challenging events. Another example of positive unintended consequences of Vietnam was the passage of ADA, the American with Disability Act of 1990. Thousands of wounded veterans were a catalytic ingredient for a dramatic cultural change that institutionalized similar protections against discrimination as those established by the Civil Rights Acts of 1964. Public transportation and accommodation, as well as employment rules, were transformed. And so what are your positive and surprising unintended consequences? In my case, my parents separated when I was four. I did not understand why all my friends had both parents living together and mine lived in different places. I lived with my father in the kibbutz, 
and my mother lived in Tel Aviv. Back then, this was not the norm, but the exception. Shortly after, before the age of six, I decided that my family being different was not a predicament. I decided it was an advantage. My father managed the factory at the kibbutz, and it consumed much of his time. My mother transformed her violinist career into managing the Israeli chamber orchestra. Now, one told me I could choose to reframe my experience and situation. Simply, people didn't talk like this back then. But I intuitively knew and decided that all this was setting me up to succeed. I was in a great position to take the best of and learn from both worlds. My father's work exposed me to the art of influencing and persuasion and how to manage a complex system like a kibbutz. My mother's experience exposed me to the world of music and to Isaac Stern, Daniel Barnboim, Pinker Zuckerman, and other big names in the world of artistic achievement, and through them to the psychology of fame. I was observant and could see at a very early age the stupidity and craziness of unmanaged egos and what drove people into difficult circumstances. Two specific observations bewildered me at the age of seven. Most adults treated seven-year-olds like unintelligent beings. And second, a great majority of people seem to feel awkward and insecure in most situations. This was confusing and at times perplexing for me. The positive and surprising unintended consequences of my parents' divorce was that it made me highly observant and versatile. I realized that we can each chart our own life by the choices we make about the people we spend time with. These gifts and the self-awareness they brought propelled me to experience and do what I could never have imagined was possible. So what are your positive and surprising unintended consequences? What challenges and setbacks have you grappled with that can help you reinvent how you do things? What new positive outcomes can you create? Here is the point of resilience. In the story of coming from what some would consider a disadvantage, a family separated by divorce, there is the observation that often difficult circumstances can teach us how to be stronger and how to be more resilient and how to be what Taleb now redefines as more than resilience and calls it anti-fragile. The point is that in the most negative of situations, resilience is often the unexpected end product. How do I define resilience? Resilience doesn't mean staying the same or bouncing back. Resilience is bouncing forward to configure a new equilibrium. You build resilience by applying learning. And emergent and resilient learning is the propelling force of innovation and of leadership, and of creating new futures. You thrive in the face of the unknown and the uncertain through resilience, and by reimagining of who you are becoming. Now it's your turn. Turn the key. Help your teams and communities create new, positive, and surprising futures.